Coach Laura Dare with Compassionate Coaching and welcome to the Health and Wellness Made Easy podcast. This is where you're going to find some great tips and resources for getting out of overwhelm and stress and into health and wellness the easy way. Welcome to episode five. Let's talk about sugar. So before I began my journey into being a health and wellness coach, I had a serious problem with sugar. Like I used to eat out all the time. I would have sugar at or for most of my meals to the tune of about 200 grams of sugar in a day. To put that into perspective, the recommended daily allowance for women is 25 grams of sugar and for men, it's 37 and a half. To give you a real life example of what that looks like, a regular sugar cube is about four grams of sugar. You know, those little squares. Would you like one lump or two in your tea? So 25 grams is a little over six sugar cubes, and I was getting at least 50 in a day. As you can imagine, it was causing me some problems. I was having more joint and muscle pain, especially in the morning, and particularly if I ate sugary snacks at night. My inflammation level was out of control. I was experiencing fatigue, low energy, body pain, and bad digestion. I was literally sick, tired, and depressed. And I was having trouble sleeping at night as well. And this is commonly called the blood sugar roller coaster. It's not a fun ride. I don't know if you can relate or not, but wow, up and down, up and down. And I didn't have the energy at the end of the day for anything other than eating more sugar and sleeping really badly. Something seriously had to change. I just couldn't take it. And I worked to get my sugar intake back down to a reasonable level. I worked with a naturopathic physician and with a health coach and I cut out soda I quit buying the sugar-packed coffee drinks, and I kept the sugary snacks at night, in particular, down to a bare minimum. I did really great for a few years, and then we had this event where everyone had to, like, stay home for months and months and months, and some things were in short supply, and I ate at home all the time, every day. <laughs> so I brought home from our local warehouse store some Cliff Bars, the great big value pack size, so there's a picture on the package of a mountain climber and on another one, it's got this um, lady doing the pole vault. And I just assumed it was like this kind of healthy in-between meal snack, right? I mean, come on, it's got to be good. It's got cool vitamins on the back and on bold letters on the label, it says nine grams of protein. So here comes the double head smack. I'm eating these like daily for breakfast, Okay brought some to work with me and using it as a pick-me-up, kind of as a snack. And a few months go by and um, why am I gaining weight? What the heck? I'm following these great lifestyle recommendations. I'm eating well. I'm getting some movement and staying hydrated and I'm gaining weight. Oh man, what changed? What am I doing differently? And it hits me. The only thing is these bars I'm eating, <laughs> that's different. So here's the second head smack. I better go read the label. And what I teach all my private coaching clients um, is to read the damn label, right? So read the label. Watch for stuff that might cause you a problem. I'm a certified advanced level health coach, and I know this. And here comes the second head smack. Boom. I walk the talk, and I go read my labels, and that little bugger's got 21 grams of sugar. And some days, I'm eating too. I know from previous experience that I don't process sugar really well, okay? It makes me sick, depressed, lethargic, and it just makes me feel crappy. And here I am stuffing sugar in, 21 and 42 extra grams of sugar. 
And I don't mean to bash any brands or products, right? And this product is probably really great for mountain climbers or pole vaulters. Or if you get stuck in a crevasse in a hurricane or in the middle of a blizzard, but it's probably not the best choice for me if I don't have that kind of sports activity, like if I'm just like sitting at my computer most days. So it's a totally different activity level. So let me get into some more detail about what happens when we get too much sugar. I want to explain a little bit more about something I call the blood sugar roller coaster. One challenge around getting our sugar habit under control and reducing your sugar consumption is no one wants to stop, right? Because it feels good. feels good to eat it. So here's the big million dollar question. Why does it feel so dang good? Let's take a look at what's happening in your body when you eat sugar and why we experience that awesome sugar high. I'm going to get a little sciencey here, but I'll make it easy and quick. Okay, products containing a lot of sugar usually don't contain a lot of fiber, fat, or protein. So fiber, fat, and protein slow down the sugar absorption somewhat. So when those nutrients aren't present, your blood sugar can really shoot up super fast, like at the top of a roller coaster. Now at the top of the roller coaster, your brain is alerted. Your brain uses about 50% of your sugar at any given time. So a drastic rise or fall in your blood sugar level is going to cause your brain to flip out. So when your blood sugar spikes up, your brain and your body aren't happy. To your body, this is an emergency danger alert. So what does your body do? Your pancreas secretes the hormone insulin to bring your blood sugar back down. Are you with me so far? I eat a lot of sugar. My body pumps out insulin from my pancreas. Here's the problem. We've spent a lifetime of eating a lot of high sugar overprocessed food. So insulin has gotten really used to doing its job too well. In fact, when insulin is sent out, it doesn't just bring your blood sugar back down into balance. There's often too much insulin secreted and your blood sugar dips down way too low. And that's the blood sugar crash you feel after the sugar high, that shaky, spaced out, uncomfortable feeling that can you leave you a little maybe irritable, sort of grumpy. So you've had a blood sugar crash. Now, what does your body crave when you're down there in the middle of that nasty crash? <laughs> More sugar, please. And what happens to our blood sugar when we eat the sugar again is it goes up, 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 back to the top of the roller coaster. And so the up and down cycle continues. Have you ever felt that? You know what it feels like? This is one of the reasons we start eating sugar and we literally can't stop and we crave it constantly. So your body is actually trying to find the blood sugar balance. So the sugar craving is your body's way of saying it needs something specific to restore balance. So the easiest, most convenient food to restore blood sugar balance when your sugar is in the toilet is more sugar. However, if we keep eating sugar, we will stay on that crazy craving roller coaster. And that roller coaster affects your mood, causes weight gain, and can lead to serious diseases like adult onset diabetes. And there's more to the story. Okay, so after the hormone insulin is sent out to take excess sugar out of your bloodstream, it has three places that it can take that sugar. It can send it to your brain to your blood cells, and to your muscles. Now, imagine this. All those receptors are full because you've been eating a lot of sugar. So where does that extra sugar go? Hmm, any idea? Yep, right on my rear end. 
That excess sugar is then stored as fat. Now, here's another not-so-thrilling thing. When your body is producing insulin to bring you down from the sugar high, it cannot produce the hormone called glucagon. So glucagon is very important, especially if you're trying to shed excess weight, because it's the hormone that takes fat out of storage to be burned. So if you're eating sugar, not only are you probably storing some of it as fat, you also can't release that fat to be burned because sugar blocks the glucagon production and fat burning. Bummer, right? So here's something else I want you to consider. These days, many health conscious people know that their blood sugar levels go up and down on a sugar induced high, but they often don't realize the emotional roller coaster that accompanies this. So we feel happy and energetic for a while, and then suddenly, unexplainably, we find ourselves arguing with our friend or our partner or berating ourselves in our mind. Our moods are all over the place. Has anyone felt that? Boy, I have. And that's a bummer too. Another challenge with sugar that I experienced myself and I noticed with my clients is that when you're not really happy in one area of your life, like your career, your relationships, your finances, your workout, your family, where you live, the winter weather, whatever it is, sometimes it's just easier to reach for sugar than to deal with what's really going on. And I get that. A craving might seem like a real hassle and maybe even a little scary, but I'd like to ask you to open your mind to the possibility that cravings are a messenger. They're a messenger to help you step into the best version of who you are. That'd be pretty amazing, right? So those cravings are the key to unlocking what your body really needs. So tune in to the next episode where we're going to step into solutions for those sugar blues. Be sure to check back for more episodes of Health and Wellness Made Easy with Coach Laura Adair with Compassionate Coaching. You can find information about me at laurajadair.com and be sure to check back for the next episode, Sugar Part 2. Until then, my friends, we'll see you soon.